Hello, hello, welcome back to another episode of the Rathpeak and Ramblers podcast. This is your host, Jeremy Kyle. Uh, this is Keen Dalton here. <laughs> um, welcome back, guys. Um, sorry, no, but cases are going back up. What the fuck is that about? I fucking told you on this very podcast last week. Wear your masks, stay safe, stay inside, and stay in your pods or your groups or whatever. Stay within your bubble. And what do you do? You go out and you mingle out in South William Street and on Grand Parade in Cork. South William Street in Dublin. You know, you, you don't listen. And I know you all listen to the podcast. I'm up in the charts, me and uh, Blind Boy, next door to each other, neighbours. Um, no, but seriously, like, it's actually the last few days now. Um, is it the last three or four days? Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Cases, like, another 400 ad today. It's getting depressing. Um, so it's looking like there'll be no cinema open for another another good while. So we're stuck to streaming. And sticking to um, watching movies that we've watched hundreds of times before. And binging TV shows so fast that we don't really know what's after happening in them. But we know that they, they're probably good. But we won't remember anything. That's just the way it's going to go, I think. If we keep, uh, if we keep binging binging shows I find that now myself like if I'm binging something um like I, Umbrella Academy 1 the first season brilliant but I absolutely tore through that in about two days and I had to go back and watch like a recap before watching season 2 because I was like I have a fucking notion of what's going on and now I'm halfway through season two and I've taken a break between watching past episode five. And I kind of like, you know, it's grand. It's a good show and I enjoy it, but I'm not going to binge it. It takes the enjoyment out of it for me, personally. Now you could say the same. I do binge like Community now. I've started watching Community. That is absolutely brilliant. But I have binged through that. But that's something that I'm going to watch again because they're 20 minutes ep- twenty minute episodes. Whereas Umbrella Academy, I'm not going to watch it again, like 40 minutes. It's like Game of Thrones. I've watched Game of Thrones once. And I'm I'm not going to watch it again. Not because I didn't like the last season. I didn't really like the last season. But not because the last season was a letdown. But because each episode is like an hour long. I've done it already. I'm not doing it again. Okay. I've got other stuff going on. I don't have other stuff going on. And that's okay too. can do what I like when I like. And I choose not to watch another 100 hours of Westeros. You know? But anyways, that's... Not why we're here today. At least that's not why I'm here. Maybe that's why you're here. If you are here for stuff like that, let me know in the comments and I can do more shit like that. Stupid rambling. But we're here today to talk about um, Disney Plus, Disney, um, mainly a review of a movie I watched and a little bit about um, my bad Wi-Fi. So without further ado, this is The Projection Room. I done seen all of these movies, I done read reviews But all these other critics leave me less amused I still need opinions, I'm just messing, dude But it's gotta come from the projection room, yeah, yeah Yes, 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 thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you Once again, and as always, to Rusty Gray Rapper coming out of Queens, New York For the intros and the outros this is A stand-up guy and a mediocre cousin, not gonna lie no, I am lying. He's a great cousin too. Such a stand-up guy and a stand-up cousin. Um, so down to business. Let's get down to business to defeat the Huns. This, <laughs> this podcast 
this episode, not this whole podcast. That'd be weird if this whole podcast was inspired by Disney and this was the first episode I'd done. This episode is inspired by Disney and specifically Moana because it's four years since yesterday, Monday, four years since the release of Moana worldwide. Um, Moana is about Moana, an island princess on the island of Matanui who realizes that the island, there's a blight on the island. So fish are dying, um, people drown when they go too far out to sea, and people don't return, coconuts are going rotten, um, and she's go- She's the next in line. So her dad is, is the village chief, she'll be the next village chief. And so she sets out, against her father's wishes, to go and find the demigod Maui, to return the heart of Tefiti to the goddess Tefiti. Um, she meets Maui and he doesn't want to help her. He has the, the heart of Tefiti and he, or he's lost the heart of Tefiti. And he doesn't want to help her because what does it serve him? He's a demigod, people love him. But that's the basic premise. There's magical creatures, you know, Maui himself is, is the demigod. So obviously there's a bit of shape shifting going on there. And it's just an absolutely brilliant movie. Um, I only watched it full, fully through for the first time during first lockdown. Um, or maybe second lockdown, the one in Kildare. But I had seen like the first half of it and the first hour of it like so many times from working in the cinema. And then hadn't seen the rest of it. And it just hadn't been on whenever I'd been watching TV. And then eventually, after getting Disney Plus, one... One evening, I was like, F- you know what, fuck it. I just want to watch Moana. I want to see the rest of it. And it's so, so good. Um, probably the best part of it is the music. Um, with a lot of Disney movies. I mean, that's kind of the case. I mean, Mulan, let's, let's get down to business. I gave you a little taster earlier, you know. Um, Pocahontas, All the Colors of the Wind. Frozen has so many bangers. Jesus Christ. Lion King animated Lion Kings 1 and 2 Not none of that dog shit live action Lion King that was just so disappointing so so disappointing I'm not talking about the live action remakes although Aladdin wasn't too bad but anyways Moana was just an absolutely fantastic movie um, the cast were brilliant um, Auli Carvalho or Cravalho was Moana she has an absolutely stunning voice as well um, Dwayne The Rock Johnson was Maui, and you'll actually, this is, I'm going to play that song here now, Maui's song, it's so, so good, I know, I know all the words, I'm not going to sing it though, I'm going to let the man himself do it, so have a listen to this. What I believe you were trying to say is thank you. Thank you? You're welcome. What? No, 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 I, I didn't, I wasn't, why would I ever <laughs> okay, say that? Okay. I, mean... <laughs> I see what's happening, yeah. You're face to face with greatness and it's strange You don't even know how you feel It's adorable Well, it's nice to see that humans never change Open your eyes, let's begin Yes, it's really me, it's Maui, breathe it in I know it's a lot, the hair, the bod When you're staring at a demigod What can I say except you're welcome for the tides, the sun, the sky. Hey, it's okay, it's okay, you're welcome. I'm just an ordinary demigod. Hey, what has two thumbs and pulled up the sky? When you were waddling, yay, hi, this guy. 
When the nights got cold, who stole you fire from down below? You're <laughs> looking at him, yo. Oh, also I lasso the sun. You're welcome to stretch your days and bring you fun. Also I harness the breeze. You're welcome to fill your sails and shake your trees. So what can I say except you're welcome for the islands I pull from the sea. There's no need to pray, it's okay, you're welcome. Ha, I guess it's just my way of being me. You're welcome, you're welcome. Well, come to think of it, kid, honestly, I could go on and on. I could explain every natural phenomenon. The tide, the grass, the ground, oh, that was Maui just messing around. I killed an eel, I buried its guts, sprouted a tree, now you got coconuts. What's the lesson? What is the takeaway? Don't mess with Maui when he's on a breakaway. And the tapestry here in my skin is a map of the victories I win. Look where I've been, I make everything happen. Look at that me, mini Maui, just look at that. Come to think of it, I gotta go. Hey, hey it's your day hey, to say hey, you're, welcome. you're welcome. Cause I'm gonna need that boat. Hey, I'm sailing away, away. Hey, you're, welcome. you're welcome. Cause now we can do everything but float. so 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 good um lin-manuel miranda as far as i know wrote like a lot of the words to the songs in this lin-manuel you'd know lin-manuel from hamilton the the musical the broadway smash hit worldwide smash hit it's all over the world now and some i have to go see it someday but lin-manuel miranda wrote the lyrics to those songs um and you can tell by the rapping. I mean, you can tell, like, from Hamilton and In the Heights and stuff. Lin Manuel's style is throwing old rap in there every now and then. And then hit him with, like, sweet, sweet melodies. And then out of nowhere, there's, like, another rap. And you're like, oh my God, this guy is a lyrical fucking genius. And he is. He's absolutely unbelievable. But Moana is probably one of my favorite Disney animations. Mulan is so good. Pocahontas is okay. You know, it's the animation and that isn't. I don't know. Am I? Is it just that I haven't seen it in so long? But it's just not not as good as the others for me. Obviously, as the the animation's gotten better. Jeez, I'm not comparing Moana to Pocahontas like twenty years in the difference, but um, or more thirty maybe. But um, yeah, no, Moana is definitely one of the best. Like they they've really knocked it out of the park. Disney have in the last kind of 10, 15 years or 10, 11 years of um, princess movies. Like uh, Princess and the Frog, Brave is another one, brilliant. Um, Tangled, obviously. Frozen 1 and 2, absolutely brilliant. Um, But Moana is definitely up there. Like it's definitely probably my favourite out of all of them. Just the music is brilliant and the, the Dwayne Johnson song that you just listened to is fucking unbelievable but um yeah so that is on they're all on disney plus and i know everybody knows about disney plus this isn't something new i'm not bringing you a breaking news scoop um oh guys just in case just on the download there's a, this little underground site called disney plus you get all the disney movies on there okay don't tell anyone i told you 
use this code though and I'll get 5% off my next purchase you know Disney Plus has been around now for how, how long since the start of the lockdown I suppose almost a year and it's it's like 7 euro a month and you get all the Disney catalog which you know is it's good value like really it, it is good value I'm not I'm not going to lie it's 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 cheaper obviously than Amazon it's cheaper than um, maybe it's a euro cheaper than Amazon, five or six euro cheaper than Netflix, like you know. So it is, and it has all the Avengers movies on there because they're all Marvel is under like Disney now and everything. So it has all the Avengers movies in there. It has so many movies you wouldn't even think of, um, and it's you know I think you get the first month free. So what I always tell people whenever I'm doing movie reviews on the blog or if I'm doing stuff on this, like I'm not going to tell you to go and illegally stream movies even though i did plenty of that in my time you know i i've downloaded so many torrents i've had showbox megabox and everything i've watched so many things for free illegally but i can't in good conscience tell other people to do that because i want people to make money too not disney fucking disney make enough money but what you can do with these streaming services is if you don't have them just sign up for a month for free and you get the free and then you can cancel the day before it's meant to renew and you get your money back you don't get you or you don't get charged any money. So if you want to do that with Disney, test it out and see if you'd like it. Disney, you know, I've been debating whether to delete it or you know unsubscribe for a while because I had I wasn't watching anything. But then Hamilton came along, I had to watch that, and then the movie that I'm going to review in a couple of minutes was on as well, and I really wanted to watch that. So I'm going to stick around. I'm going to keep it going for another while because I feel like Black Widow will probably go straight to um, streaming if this keeps up and the cinemas keep closing and opening i don't see it you know because they don't want to lose a lot of money they'll get lots of money from people you know signing up to their streaming service to see black widow if they just release it uh, mulan is out next year i mean that could go straight to streaming who knows there's a lot of these things that will go straight to streaming and that's okay too it's probably the way cinema is going to go eventually anyways i mean there will be cinemas and there, but there, you know, there will be outdoor cinemas. But most people, and especially after this whole coronavirus and pandemic, it's gonna go online and remote a lot more, like everything else. But I have a big problem with Disney Plus. It is the Wi-Fi in Rathbeacon. Rathbeacon, I love Rathbeacon. It's it's in my name. You know, I I named the blog after Rathbeacon. Uh, you know, I talk about Rathbeacon all the time. If I'm out and I see a stranger in a bar, I'll go up to them and I'll say, hey, where are you from? And they will they might say, oh, I'm from Killavullen there. Yeah. Out for a night out with my girlfriend. You're interrupting us. I'll say, Killavullen, that's not too far from Rapekin, no? Yeah. And I'll sit there and I'll stare at them and then I'll nod and I'll walk away. And that'll be it. Just to let them know where I'm from and where they stand in relation to me geographically. So <laughs> Rapekin, the problem with Rapekin is that certain areas have the worst coverage for Wi-Fi in the entire fucking world. We're in some weird sort of Bermuda Triangle fucking black spot of internet connectivity issues. Like, half Rathpeakin have unbelievable connection. Down the pub, I'll be giving out about the Wi-Fi because I'm boring fucking bastard who gives out about his Wi-Fi connection after a few jars. And some lad will turn around to me and like, Oh man, my connection is unreal. HD, SD, ACDC, and I'll be like, fucking good for you, man. 
you come up uh, up Roy Keynes Road and you come around to Dalton's Lane um, see I don't I mean they're fucking roads like in Rathbeacon you know they probably do have old names but because Roy Keane's parents bought a house in Rathbeacon and they lived there you know and the mother still lives there now um, it's called Roy Keane's Lane to me and a few of the lads um, you have Tehan's Lane Dal- I think we're Dalton Avenue actually down to Wiseman Corner even though that's on the lane and if anybody from Rathbeacon is listening to this um, I hope you get a crack out of this, but this will probably be deleted <laughs> because it'll make sense to no one else. But the connection um, between, like, Roy Keane's Road and then our house, it's just so bad. Like, I mean, yesterday I was trying to watch... Um, I was actually trying to watch um, the the short film that I was talking about last week with John McAuliffe, and, and I couldn't get through... Eventually I got to watch it, but for hours... To watch an eight and a half minute short movie, it took me about four years off my life and half an hour an hour to watch it. I mean, there's something wrong there. I mean, it's grand for work. I have I have a different Wi-Fi for work, and that works for work, but for nothing else. Um, and Disney Plus and Amazon Prime barely work, which is just so so annoying, and it it really gets me. Like, it frustrates me, and I let it get to me, which I shouldn't, but. That's just me, you know. That's just the type of guy I am. I let the little things boil up and they all erupt inside me and uh, I'm a little burning hot mess of rage, you know what I mean? Um, but as much as I love Disney+, Plus, it just wasn't working in the house. It was working in Kildare because Kildare had, um, especially in Nace, we're in a town. As soon as you come five minutes outside Blackpool, there's no fucking Wi-Fi at all. Um, so I was thinking of getting rid of it for that reason as well. So I turned on um Onward is the movie that I was that I am going to review for you guys. Uh, just a little mini review, it's not gonna be anything major. Um but I've been wanting to watch that movie for a while now, since I heard that it came to um Disney Plus in Ireland. And now I had to wait until I was finished work at four o'clock and I had to start it before people got home. Um so my brother Sean did study until quarter to seven in Blarney and I had to wait, I had to start it before he got home and then my brother Connor was out doing something else so I started while he was away so that I had the best chance with limited amount of people on the Wi-Fi so that I could get through an hour and a half movie without it buffering for a good another hour. How sad is that guys? How sad is that as a fellow who wants to watch movies and review them? And as a fella who's doing a course online, how sad is that that I can't like? Not it's not even sad. It's just so annoying, and it's it does get me down a good bit. Like it gets me. It really annoys me when I shouldn't let it. But anyways, I got to watch the movie. It buffered twice, but I paused it. I stayed calm. I um I did some yoga. I meditated. I punched the wall. Um, I bit my head off the wall, and I was fine. I got through it, guys. I got through it and I got through the movie. But no, it got through it fine. Um, so onward. Um, it was meant to be released in cinemas uh, during the summer, as far as I remember. And it got pushed back to a digital release because of coronavirus. And because of all the restrictions. I mean, Tenet, a movie which I reviewed on the blog a um, couple of months ago when I saw it in the cinema... Um, brilliant, brilliant movie. One of my favourite movies that I've seen in a long time, just for sheer scale and spectacle. But 
while that might have got some rave reviews, it got mixed reviews because of the 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 the, the kind of content of it and Christopher Nolan's kind of sound editing and stuff, but that made a massive loss in the box office because like cinemas were only allowing in a certain amount of people because of restrictions, which is totally understandable. But Nolan didn't want to um, stop the release, and he released it. And you know the company made a massive loss. Uh, whoever released, it, I think it was Warner Brothers, made a massive loss. Um, you know, which isn't good for them for their company. But I mean, do I care? No, I don't care because I just wanted to see the movie. But companies aren't going to, you know. Companies aren't going to release a movie for a loss. They're going to want to make as much money as possible. So, you know, as of uh, August 4th, according to TechCrunch.com, 60.5 million people have Disney Plus worldwide. So, I'm not going to do the quick maths, but that's a lot of fucking money. It's a lot of fucking money. And more people probably. That's August 4th. That's uh, three months ago. You know, that there's definitely more now because of lockdowns going on all around the world. So, Onward was released anyways. And it tells the story of Ian, uh, a young teenage elf. So, this is set in a world where there's no humans. There's um, all mythical creatures. And it opens up and there's a man's voice and he's talking about how there used to be magic uh, centuries ago. And then because of necessity and because not everybody could handle the magic um you know stuff like electricity got invented and you know uh, other things got invented and then phones and you know so on and so forth until you're in the modern age um and while it's set in a mythical fantastical world where dragons are pets instead of dogs you know domesticated dragons instead of domesticated dogs or domesticated wolves or whatever or wolves even um you know that's the world we're in so we meet ian Ian wakes up and it's the morning of his 16th birthday. Ian is played by Tom Holland from, you know, Spider-Man and the newest Spider-Man. And he is kind of a shy, awkward kid. And we find out pretty quickly that uh, Ian's dad passed away before he was born. Ian has an older brother, Barley, played by Chris Pratt. And it's just Ian... Barley and their mom, who's played by uh, Julia Louis uh, Dreyfus from uh, Seinfeld and Veep. So Ian goes to school. He doesn't really have many friends or any friends at all. He's really awkward. He's too, he's scared of everything. Scared of driving. Um, scared of trying new things. Scared of talking to people. Scared of standing his ground. He's scared of absolutely everything. Barley is the opposite. He's kind of happy-go-lucky bit dim probably but you know in a likable way and so he heads off to school and while he's waiting for a coffee he meets um a random man uh who's there with his son who knows who knew his dad because he's wearing his dad's old jumper on the morning of his birthday and he's like oh your dad was so confident and so this and so that he was a brilliant guy so nice to meet you that ian writes up a list and he's like okay I'm going to do these things. I'm going to be more confident. I'm going to learn how to drive. I'm going to talk to people. I'm going to stand my ground. I'm going to be more like that. And obviously, this is the start of the movie, so you can see where this is going. None of that works out. He fails that driving test. He kind of gets really awkward talking to people. He backs down from people, um, you know, straight away. And then 
he goes home, he's kind of dejected, and his mom goes, right, I have something for you. And she brings down this kind of uh, big, massive present and says, get your brother. So Barley comes in, and the mom says, this is from your dad. He told me to give this to you when you were you were both 16. And it turns out that it's um, um, a wooden staff. And Barley is mad into like this uh, board game. It's kind of like Dungeons and Dragons, but he's he thinks it's all real. He thinks it's history, and it's not just a game. And the dad has written down some instructions and said that he got into magic right before he died. And he has a spell, and the spell says, you can bring me back for one day. You know, the gist of the spell is bring the dad back for one day so he can see his sons. Um, and then sunset the next day, he's gone forever. It's the only time you can use the spell. And Barley, who's the kind of, you know, the the encyclopedic knowledge of all the magic and stuff in the world and in this board game, says, right, I'm going to do it. So spends ages, absolutely ages, saying out the spell, the incantation that the dad left, and it's not working. And they're both de- de- uh, they're both dejected, sorry, and they go away. And then Ian is later on then says the spell randomly just while he's looking at the page and the staff starts working and it's brilliant and the dad you know you can see a shoe a pair of shoes a pair of socks a pair of pants absolutely everything it's brilliant you can see all that but something happens with the spell the gym that comes with the staff that was you know part of the spell that breaks and literally they're just left with the bottom half of their deceased father so you have Ian, Barley, and then a pair of legs, you know, in pants and, you know, dressed up or whatever, like nothing, nothing sick, um, in the room. And the two guys are freaking out and Barley leaps into action and he's like, we need another Phoenix gem, which is the gem they had. So the two lads decide to go off on a journey and they have to go and find a manticore. Barley knows all about it Ian doesn't know about it but he has the evidence in front of him the spell was working so he goes along and he's the magical one he's the one who uses the magic so the boys and half their dad go on on an adventure to get another phoenix gem to finish the spell and spend one last day together before he disappears forever forever Um, kind of along the way they meet a manticore um, they fight a bunch of enraged sprites they have some brotherly disputes get lost along the way and you know it all comes to a head then um, it's brilliant you know it's um, there are some funny jokes in there you know there's um, some a brilliant scene with a car chase where they're driving away from the enraged sprites who all drive motorcycles in tandem um, It's there, there are some really good physical gags in there like because it's the bottom half of the dead and there's no top half the two lads have to make a makeshift top half for the dead so people don't get suspicious in terms of the actors and the cast um chris pratt is brilliant chris pratt i know divides opinion but he is a fantastic actor and a fantastic voice actor with his charm tom holland is very good tom holland will be perpetually 16 i think he's gonna have trouble later on when you know when he's older um kind of maintaining roles he's a fantastic actor now he's a very good actor but he just has that baby face at the moment that is going to keep him in in roles for a long time 
but it's going to be different when he's a bit older and maybe he'll have to play like the leading man in like a, a serious drama romantic comedy and I know there was that one on Netflix recently I haven't watched it yet and I know he was meant to be really good in that but I'm talking about kind of like maybe romantic movies leading man in comedy romantic movies down the line he's just a bit small and a bit you know young looking and I know this is a, a fucking animation but his voice is so young as well you know he's able to do that still able to do that young voice like the you know 16 Peter Parker or whatever but the two leads are are very very good um you know ultimately this movie deals with a lot of kind of difficult issues like loss and the loss of a parent and you know how to deal with that if you haven't ever known that parent or met that parent it's 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 a movie about brotherhood and kind of looking out for one another you know we can't choose who gets taken away from us in this life but you know we might have good role models if we look closely around us um you know the two lads have a lot of heart to hearts and a lot of disputes in the movie but ultimately they're great friends so definitely check that one out it's absolutely brilliant it's an hour and a half that's all and it's on disney plus so as i said if you don't have disney plus just sign up for a month for free and you know that's all you gotta do and then delete it before uh, before you finish it definitely checks off some disney um you know boxes so there's a banger there's an absolute banger of a song at the end at the um in the after credits no it's not in it's not actually in the movie but it's playing as the credits uh roll and it's probably as as good as any kind of after credit song or main song from disney it's a bit of a, a country one uh, but it's called Carried Me With You by Brandy Carlyle. She's an American country singer. Check it out on the old Spotify. It's an absolute banger. It's a proper country tune. So that's one box it ticks. And then also it ticks the box of You Might Cry at the End. No, like I'm a famous crier, guys. You know, I'll cry three times a week just because, just to feel something. No, no, no. No, um, the best crying gag I saw was in um, Tig Hickey's In One Eye and Out The Other One Man Play and it was so so good where he's saying like I often cry myself to sleep and this new thing that I'm doing is I'll actually wake up crying and it's something I've got to check out it's very very funny but this is one of those movies where you might cry at the end like there's a lovely moment between the two brothers and you might shed a tear if you're a fan of emotional movies, check this one out as well. And it also ticks some new boxes of animated movies. So it has, you know, the traditional hero journey or whatever. But it also has, like, a single parent. You know, I know that the mom is dating as well. But it's a single parent, you know. Um, which sometimes, you know, it's not often seen in movies. Um, it has the first openly gay character i know that there was some kind of possibly some kind of criticism about about that online that the the openly gay character was like a a butch cop um and is that the way that people see you know gay women in the world um which I, i get as well though you know i'm not a gay woman obviously so i don't know you know i wouldn't know if that's 
acceptable or not but it was it was an interesting addition to an animated movie you know that there was an openly gay character so that's another box he kind of takes it's a, it's a very progressive movie it is so anyways as i said check that out um i'm not going to go into too much detail because it's i'm not going to spoil it for you it's on disney plus as i said check it out if you want and that's it for me today, guys. I apologize about the delay in this. As I said, technical difficulties and busy days at work and college. But as always, stay safe, wear your masks. Um, I was going to say stay inside, but that's not fair. You know, just try and limit your social contacts. Um, as always, check out my stuff on WordPress, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, what have you. My blogs haven't been as plentiful at the moment, but I'm writing a lot for the college paper on fuckle.ie, and I'm also writing for a college website called oxygen.ie. So check those out if you want to see what I've been writing. I've been doing book reviews, movie reviews as usual. I've been doing sports pieces. I've been a jack of all trades, master of none. But, you know, that's me. That's my brand. This is the Rath Peak and Rambler signing out. Have a great week, guys. I'll chat to you next week. Bye-bye. Uh, this is nothing that you've seen before. Yeah. This is not something for the green CeeLo. This is something that we need, though. Reviews of the movies, favorite TV shows, or take you lit talks about life. That's just in second breakfast. Two themes in one podcast. Huh, this man is restless. He got just what you seek in Scrambler. He is the Rath Peak and Rambler.